Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This episode is brought to you by Lego Poles. Have you ever broken your trekking poles while out on a trip? Have you ever broken your leg when you tripped over your trekking poles? Then Lego Poles are your perfect solution. Simply connect these carbon fiber Lego blocks into the appropriate length pole. Anytime there's a bit of resistance, they will break apart into hundreds of pieces. Just find them all on the trail, and after a few hours, you'll have your pole back together again. When the ground takes its toll, use a Lego pole. Hey, 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 everybody. This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who never needs a trowel to dig a hole. Because he has teeth, Carl Mandrioli. Mm, that's How right. you doing, big guy? That's right. I'm doing great, man. I'm excited to talk about this episode here. Welcome to the Backpacking Bushes podcast. With me today is Derek Somerville. He's a man that thinks books that exercise a lot get really ripped. If they only knew that you took three attempts to do that joke, that would be great. Mm. But you're going you're gonna to edit it out, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, I had all my mess ups, but um, yeah. So we've got, so we went on a trip recently, The part of the Great Divide Trail. Yeah. We did a portion of it, but would you, do you think this could be like the world's toughest long trail? It's It's got potential. I'll tell you that. Potential. Okay. Uh, we had a lot of uh, craziness happen, a lot of which happened on the last day. So yeah. I'm sure we'll... Not related at all to the question, but go ahead. But you know what? Uh... <laughs> Is it tough? Is yes. This, in your opinion, we just experienced four pretty rough yes. days on I just said a it has quote, potential. Trail. It definitely yeah, and then you started talking about other stuff that didn't relate. It so. was on the GDC. Just, what do you mean it didn't relate? I'm trying to establish the title of this episode that we All just right. spent four days on one of the world's toughest trails. So do you agree yes, with that or not? Yes, I agree with that. Yes. Okay. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Did it almost break you? Literally. And figured it. No. Literally, uh, yeah, it almost broke me. I typically have folks after the trip, they're like, Carl, that was a great trip. Thank you very much. Bah, 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 bah. I didn't have that this trip. I had people that were like, I think 
upset, possibly angry mm. that they were on the strip. So like, hallelujah, this is over. We got to dig into this. Yeah. I actually had a great time. I think you had a great time most of the time. Yeah, no, I did. I did. I had a, I had a good time. Um, yeah. But we'll, 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 we had to talk about how hard this was because this was, this might've been your toughest trip. My since toughest trip? Your, your death March since the repeat past death March. Uh, and since that trip, it might've been the toughest trip overall, to be honest. Maybe, maybe, but we'll, we'll, we'll go into that more. For sure. Yeah, and we got, speaking yeah. of that, we got, yeah, we, and uh, coming up here in a few minutes, I think Justin Outdoors, who's on the trip, is going to join us to kind of share some of these crazy things that happened from the trail. So here we go. Bible verse for the episode, Second Chronicles fifteen seven. But you take courage. Do not let your hands be weak, for your work shall be mm. rewarded. Mm. Mm. Did you need somebody, Derek, to come alongside you on this trip to tell you not to be weak? But to take courage. <laughs> to take courage. <laughs> Be brave, my friend. Continue on. Oh, I had like a little guy on my shoulder just yapping at me in my ear. No. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, but uh, did you need that? I think though? I could have. Yeah, I think it for sure. I think, yeah. Well, yes. We'll talk, we'll get into the details of why that is. But uh, okay. yeah. All right. Well, let's get the rundown. Okay. So we went to, uh, you know, we we're near Banff Jasper National Park, part of the Great Divide Trail, Long Trail in Canada. Let's break mm. it down. Like, what's, you know, like, before, let's, before we get into, like, the antics and the crazy things, you know, what were, like, day one, what happened? Like, overview, what happened? Overview. I mean, where did we go? Uh, well. Mileage. I mean, okay. Whatever you know. Let's LP. just say, in general, our mileage, whatever we thought the mileage was, let's just tack on, like, a mile or two additional per day, right? Uh, okay. I think the elevation, we we actually went over it. Um and it was it was fairly accurate, except for one of the days. Uh, some of us went up to a peak, some of us did not. So I think it was it was fairly accurate. But we we had one day where we gained over three thousand thirty four hundred feet of elevation. Right, day three that was three. And yeah. then we. Do you have the ability to speak chronologically? The here? first I was day, like specifically prompting you. Day it it one, all comes yeah, to my mind. Here. The first day was was about okay. two. And your your response is, let's talk about day three. Let's that was right the one that's, that was magical, actually, to me. Uh, day three was actually my favorite. Uh, day one was uh, a rough day. We went to a little over 2K in elevation, right? And it was pouring rain basically the entire day right. and night. And it got down to And it got down night. to just above Close. 30 degrees, 40, whatever. More rain than I think I've ever had in a single day. That was a wet situation. So it was just wet all around, I think, that whole day and then part of the next day. The next day was a relatively mellow day. I think we had like a few hundred feet of elevation, if I remember right. Yeah, it's mostly downhill, but just high Mostly miles. downhill. Yeah, I think we did like 13, 14 miles that day. I think we did more, but uh, we'll say it was about <laughs> three, 400 miles. Okay. Uh, day three, we had two passes we went over and uh, they were gorgeous on either side, mm -hmm. um, but it was it was a trek. Yeah. My knees started bugging me, and I think we did over 30. I think that the trail was about 3,400 of elevation. Some of us did over 4,000 because we went to the peak. Mm -hmm. I think I went halfway to the peak. I think I did like 36, 37. So, and then the last day was pretty much all day, all downhill, but it was brutal. Yeah. That was by far the most brutal day, and I think it was okay. a few hundred feet. On the surface, it just sounds like some, some challenging stuff with elevation, possibly with mileage. But yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll get into the nitty gritty, the details. And so for that, we, we're bringing on special guest and uh, favorite fellow backpacker, Justin Outdoors. How's it going, man? The legend himself. Hey, guys. Long time no see. I know. See. It's, been, it's been a couple <laughs> days. So. There it is. I miss you there already. It is. Did you wash that hat? Is that the hat you had on the trail? Did you wash that hat? 
different hat. I have I have four of these okay. hats because uh, they get pretty grimy, mm. especially after a trip like we were Wait, on. So he's wearing a, okay, a, a hat fair. with like a yeah, like a Canada hat basically. Because he's from Canada, oh, okay. Carl. Well done. Know. Yeah. Did Newsflash. you? Newsflash. So you bought four of the exact same hat, just to clarify. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I I'm gonna hang on. I'm gonna applaud that because I I have I have some hats that I like, and I when I find a hat I like, I usually buy like okay. a few of the yeah. same one. Maybe maybe change the color, but like same style. Now that you met oh. me, Carl, is that a, is that a surprise? I... <laughs> uh, I don't. Does it bother I, you, we Carl? We don't really talk like clothing or outfits, to be honest. It's not really usually part of the conversation. You're not into I'm fashion, not, in case you can't tell, I'm not. But <laughs> I mean, I've I've seen what you wear. Yeah. That's true. Okay, get let's get to back yeah. to the story here, Justin. You know, I think that like I was deemed the trip planner or whatever, but I think you and then uh, fellow YouTuber Jesse from Backcountry 4, I think you guys were clearly and obviously the trip planners, the leaders, borderline guides of the trip. So first of all, thank you so much for for joining the group, but also for leading the group as um, part of this event. So thank you for that. For sure. It made sense. Jesse and I had done that trail before in the reverse direction as part of the Great Divide Trail um, back in mm-hmm. 2021. So we're... we're semi-familiar with the trail i, I think semi-familiar is um, good. <laughs> <laughs> good we fair, both blacked out on certain sections and i think that uh we, we definitely realized that as we were hiking the trail and we we're like oh we did we did not realize how hard this part was we did not remember right. this difficulty and the mileage yeah. and elevation and some of the the off trail bits it was mm-hmm. yeah it was it was a tough trip no for sure and i and i think for me i just learned that you know there's always like a disconnect between countries, of course, like different cultural expectations. And one of them is like the definition of what a trail is. Like you, like the Great Divide mm. Trail implies, like for us, mm. it's like, you know, some sort of pathway that's carved out of the ground, mm. which is very easy to follow. Signage, and, you know. you know, a lot of time, like easy to walk on. I think is, is the Canadian definition of trail like untouched wilderness? <laughs> <laughs> it's I, like we'll we'll tease you with the trail and then figure it out for a while, and then they were, we'll tease those you weren't again. Trails, those, those were like goat trails or game trails. That wasn't like carved out of the ground. <laughs> I, I think that was pretty classic Great Divide Trail, and you have to kind of like use your instincts for part of the trail because it'll just disappear for several hundred feet and then you're like well yeah, I, right. I, th- I think it's over there it's it's most they, likely they do there. i mean they really do divide the trail i mean you're, you're looking for <laughs> quite a bit so it was a challenge right it was a challenge all right and we had some pretty interesting things happen so i just have like you know what, what are some of the craziest things that happened on the trail? i think we should just kind of just go around and share some experiences that kind of stood out because anytime you bring a lot of guys a lot of folks into the backcountry you're just going to have some some crazy stuff so Derek, what you got? What's your first one? What stood out to you? Something that stood out. Um, yeah, I learned that how bad you are at multitasking, actually. Um, that that was a shock to me, but understandable. Okay. Well, you had explained that's that's not a specific. I'm going to, I'm going to, there's, there's so many examples of this. That's what I'm trying to think about. I mean, on the way there, even just on the way there, I mean, I mean, we had a meltdown, a Carl meltdown. I think Knowlton was talking, Knowlton was in, Knowlton was in wind up talking mode where like he didn't stop talking nonstop and you're trying to figure out directions. Okay, so just clarify, one of make... the guys on the trip is named Knowlton. We'll hear from him later on in the episode, but we will, yeah. we will. So it was just like, I, it made me realize like when you're driving or when you're trying to do something or not forget something, like if, if somebody interrupts you or interjects, it's going to cause a tragedy. So, um, multitasking is not your strong suit. So I, I learned that if somebody is jabbering at mm. you nonstop without taking a breath while you're trying to process and think something like such as directions, uh-huh. or I had to think about where like our park passes were and I had to pass one to the car behind me. 
I think most people aren't going to be able to be like, yeah, you just keep talking at me while I, I think. I mean, like, you know, maybe. Well, I critically think maybe. about Maybe. I feel like if I asked Justin, like, where the bathroom was and where the three goats were, like, two miles back, he could do that, like, while juggling at the same time. Like, he's very, you know, so... But you're not that way, and that's okay. I know Justin outdoors, if, if that's what you're saying. Correct. I, I maxed two out things. at two. Okay. Okay. Two things. I, I, I had Jesse talking to me a whole bunch as I was trying to navigate. <laughs> you I, did I right. think I did. You know, Carl barely brushed his teeth and, and went to sleep at the same time. Okay. So, All right. So thanks for that, Derek. Appreciate that thought. That's that's not nothing that actually related to the trail at all. But um, No. Oh, it's related. About the, related. The, 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 the trail, the Great Divide Trail. That's what this episode is about. Please recalibrate. Justin, you're up. What you got? I think I think the snow on on day one was a bit of uh, unexpected for me. Like it, it'll snow any time of year, but this is such a hot year. And as we got to the second campsite, and the rain it was raining on us the whole time, which was kind of miserable. Um, and then looking up in the evening at the the mountains around us, and then the snow line slowly creeping down. I was like, oh no, I'm gonna we're yeah. gonna have these guys buried in a foot of snow. That was shocking. <laughs> Late was July shocking. snow for sure. That was shocking. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was definitely, yeah, definitely a cold night. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I guess I just assume Canada just can have snow, not just in the mountains, but like at any point, it's just a cold place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a stereotype. Anyway. It's like that. <laughs> it's, that's what we all think. Yeah. Okay. That's what we all think of here. All right. Uh, so I'm going to pick on got? Justin here from, for my, my first thing is, so Justin shows up intentionally with a 50 plus pound pack. I think it weighed in at like 53. I want to say, is that correct? Yeah. I think it was, yeah. 53 in a bit. Something like that. 53 pound pack, which included like four cameras plus a phone, three podcast microphones plus like the interface to actually like record stuff for a podcast, uh, multiple tripods, a saw. He had a saw. He had a saw. He had, I think, multiple sleep systems. I think four tents, and I think inside the backpack were three other backpacks. <laughs> just kind of swapped out on the trail. So, yeah. like, what in the world? What's going on? Why would you do this? So, yeah, part part of it was. I knew that the weather was going to be pretty unpredictable. So I wanted to be prepared for that, but I probably could have done that with like 30, 35, 40 pounds. Guys. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> yes, correct. probably. probably. But I also know yeah. that like based on talking with my audience on YouTube and things like that, I know a lot of people are out there backpacking with 50 plus pound packs. And I've never, I've never done that before. The mm. heaviest I've carried was 45 pounds. So I wanted to put myself in their shoes see what it was like, whether it was like a limiting factor for me on trail. And then the question I was really trying to ask was whether the like kind of suffering that I had to go through while hiking was worth it for the luxuries and amenities mm. at camp. Mm. Um, and mm. yeah, I wanted to want to just test that out, see how it went. Okay. I think you could, you could even up that. I mean, Rocky suffered with like a 70 or 80 pound pack. If you want to try that, next <laughs> trip. Um, give that a go. See, okay. see if that works. I like yeah. that. All right, Derek, what you got? I think just the the amount of uh, wetness on the trail. Um, I have never <laughs> been that wet. I didn't. I think I was the only guy. No, me, Eric, and I, another guy on our trip, Eric, who didn't bring pants. Uh, we were the only two people who didn't bring waterproof pants. I never really do anyway, but mm. it didn't really bother me too much. But the amount of like, I think at some point you just kind of give up. You're like, I'm just going to get wet. It doesn't matter. Right. Thankfully, my jacket saved the day. Otherwise, I would have froze to death. But it was yeah. just, uh, we were talking, Carl and I, on the trail, like, I've never been, like, we've had, you know, a lot of rain and stuff, but, like, it was just so constant and so cold at the same time for, like, over, I want to say, 30 hours or something like that, it seemed mm. like. So, that was that was alarming. I wasn't ready for that in July, for sure. Yeah. Right. And, and I think you mentioned, like, you guys are mentioning that the trail's pretty pretty narrow, and there's a lot of, like, yeah. shrub growth that comes right. in, and 
Like right. it's hitting you basically from the waist down. It's covered in water and just soaking you right through. So even right. if it's not raining super hard, you're still getting drenched. You get yeah, you get wet. Yeah, I got home and I was I was taking my shorts off and I just had all these like red bumps on the inside just above my knee. And I'm like, what are all these mm. from? Like I didn't get bug bites. Like, what are these? Pimples. And then I realized it was like it was like branches just constantly poking me in the legs. Mm. And that's what it was. I just got cuts all over my legs. Okay. So fun. It's good. Did you point? Did you put some ointment on that? That's that's my private. Uh, you know, uh, it's for me to it's for me to know. I don't know okay. if you want to know that, but all right. So Derek had a hard time staying dry on the trip. Uh, Justin, what you got? Um, I, I think so. This is the first time that I've gone on a trip with this many people. I've never been on a trip with eight people before, and mm-hmm. I, th- mm-hmm. I was I was kind of surprised at how seamless it was. I I thought it was gonna really? be yeah. I honestly <laughs> thought it was gonna be way more of a gong show. Um, and just a Me lot too. more just people forgetting things and, and mm. I, yeah, just people getting lost, wandering off and there's being like, where's so-and-so, but we all managed to <laughs> where's stay together. Carl? And, <laughs> What's he doing? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was kind of insane. Where? Yeah. And even just like getting ready at the, in the mornings, like I, I thought we'd be leave, like heading out of camp at like 11, 11 AM or something, but everyone was pretty on the ball. I was, was shocked. Yeah. I think that's yeah. due to having yeah. you and Jesse there, actually, uh, is what got everybody moving faster. There was some peer pressure involved, for sure. Yeah. There was some, yeah. One guy in particular, I think, was, like, keeping within range of the group, out, you know, and, like, you know, not wanting to, for example, take shoes off while crossing the stream because he was just trying to keep in range of the group and not wanting right, to right, right. kind of fall off the back end yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And so I think just your your famousness, Justin, I think motivated a lot of folks. Mm. That's what it was. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So this is something that is really crazy that happened on the trip. I'm actually surprised for myself because I'm part of this group is that um, we had, I think, four, possibly five guys by middle to end of day three straight up run out of food. Yeah. Yeah, it's so rare to run out of food. Usually, you overpack, and so for this trip, I knew this was gonna be a challenging trip, and so I actually overpacked my food and still ran out. And part of it, like I want to say that it was because I started giving food away to to people that were struggling early on, like Derek. But I think <laughs> like on. some people were giving me food, so I think it kind of evened out. So I think that I just I, like my overpacking of food still was was not sufficient, and mm. so I I would I would say that goes to like the difficulty of the trail and just like under. Under planning how many calories it was going to take to the trail. So that, I don't know. Were you, were you guys surprised by this? Uh, I, I felt like I was surprised. I think middle of day three, I'm like, I'm not going to have enough food for the rest of the trip. I just have been eating right. more than I thought I would. And then we're going to like, oh, we're going to jet up to this peak, which is another like, you know, 800 feet of elevation real quick and things, you know, things, all these things. And so when you guys did the peak, I think halfway up, I don't know if I told Justin this, like I decided like halfway, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to. I only have a little bit of food and I'm going to expend too much energy doing this. So I don't want to like put myself in a worse spot. So I think I cut halfway, which was good because I got some really good pictures as a result of that. But so you quit climbing the peak because of the food, not because of um, your lack of fitness. No, I actually felt good. I actually felt really good. That was actually probably my favorite day was the peak day (laughs) Okay, because um, there's some just beautiful views. I think that was Probably my highlight of the oh, trip, actually. So the day that you quit was your favorite day. All right. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know how many calories we actually went through as a group on that trip. I know. We, we had a know. lot of food. Like Jesse food. and I bro- both brought like an extra, combined probably an extra person worth of food on this trip, and we went through <laughs> it crazy. all. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a good call. Um, all right, Derek, what other, other crazy, interesting things happened? What you got? Oh, crazy, interesting things. Um, 
I don't know. I think just uh, well, we'll get into some things with with more of the uh, Jesse's coming on later. But I think uh, he's not some coming on later. Sorry, I tried to schedule him. He's not coming on. Oh, he's not coming on. Yeah. That's lucky for you. Um, <laughs> I would say probably just the last day. The trail condition of the last day was like shocking to a point where I was wasn't like, wasn't a trail, wow. man. It wasn't a trail, not by U.S. standards. Well, not by U.S. by Canadian standards trail. But yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, it became so challenging. I actually broke the trekking poles we'll get into that i'm sure later oh that's my list that's on your list but yeah it was a it was definitely a definitely more technical role uh trail but and i think i would have done much better had i had more confidence my tendon below my patella started really bothering me which mm. it never does and i was just very ginger on my feet normally i feel like i'm a lot better but that that played a role for sure but it was, it was better, tough everybody's like taking serious falls nonsense well i, I mean you know when you're like worried about what you're what your leg's going to do when you put it down. It's yeah, it's going to cause you to be different, but okay. I think I powered through fine, but it was, it was definitely challenging for sure. Have you guys described that last day, the trail to, to the, to, on, to the people yet? Not in detail. So it was basically it was like, um, we had to climb over a pass that wasn't very tall. And then it was just serious. I don't know. I would just describe it as rock hopping downhill, trail crumbling like super steep slippy sections there's you know some rope sections there's sections where you, you know you have to use your hands just non-stop and we were trying to you know make a plane so we did we basically just like plowed through for five hours straight essentially so how would you describe it justin yeah yeah i think i think you, you got most of it i think like the fact that we were following a creek and kind of in the creek kind of dipping into the creek and having to cross back and forth a few times on like slippery rocks and making jumps and then like you said with the rope section where you're on the the steep bank of the creek hanging on these ropes and kind of like yeah like swinging across and not having to fall Mm -hmm. in the creek it was i I, i'm glad that every we made it down safely because i actually was a little bit worried i thought somebody's gonna fall in well i yeah i had the trail crumbly beneath my foot at one point and i fell off the side of the trail and it was like a root like a strong root where i just kind of landed like basically kind of sitting flat on mm. it that saved me from falling into an, a bottomless chasm of death that I think had spikes <laughs> at the bottom. Actually, it wasn't that bad. It oh, was. stop. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> Justin, did you fall down at all that day? I don't, I don't think I saw you take a fall. Um, I don't think so. I might, I might have just kind of like slipped and put a hand down or something like that. That doesn't um, count. That, yeah. I took five or six falls That's that day, only, yeah. and it was only when people were watching. It was really embarrassing. But I think yeah. everybody's taking falls except for you. So, yeah, kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm um, used to that kind of terrain and going. I, it's easier going up. Like when we, when Jesse and I did the Great oh, Divide yeah. Trail, we went in the re- reverse direction going up that trail, and it was right. su- surprising how much easier it was going up than going right. down. I believe it. Okay, all right. Uh, what you got? What else you got, Justin? Yeah. Um, I, I think I was I was kind of surprised, and maybe yeah, a little bit surprised that you two are basically the exact same people in real life as you are on the podcast. <laughs> I don't think people believe it, but continuity, continuity, yeah. Justin, yeah, it's continuity. not shtick. This is, this is our, this is how we talk to each other. Yeah. This it's is like real. sitting around the campfire. It was like live podcast. It was, it was great. Really entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, thanks man. I, and then I you think throw in the other thing. like five characters in there. And <laughs> yeah. Such a, it's a circus, man. It's a circus. Yeah, it, that's a, a circus backpacking for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if that's a thank you. I don't know if that's a compliment or not, but. Um, no, you guys, you guys are great guys. True. Sort of. Oh, well, thanks, man. For, for Americans. For Americans. Well, speaking of being a great guy, I mean, I don't, I don't think you saw this event. Derek just alluded to this. So 
this is kind of like one of Derek's best and worst moments kind of combined because the episode that we recorded leading up to this trip, I actually offered Derek to try out my uh, carbon fiber black diamond right. trekking That's poles. Right. And, yeah. and I was like, you want to try them out? And he's like, yeah, I'll try them out. I'll try them out for the trip. And then I was like, just so you know, I'm going to use them on an upcoming, like a big trip. You got to be careful not to break them. He's like, well... I don't want to break them. I don't have to pay for it. So, so forget it. I don't want to borrow them. No, 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 no. Give, give him more detail though. It's like, well, how much are these things? Yeah. He's like, they're like $170. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, way too much. And it's like, I don't want to feel guilty right. if I break one or something. So it's like, I'm not going to. So he, so he decides not to borrow them. Lucky and you. And then, then he, what was it? Was it on that last day that you broke the first pull? Yeah. So I'm, I'm walking down the trail and you know, just la di da. I think I was behind Justin actually. And I slipped on this one section and I think it was my second fall or something. And I slipped in a way where it like, it like just threw me to the side and I sat right on the trekking pole and it snapped oh. like a twig. Okay. So it snapped in half and I was like, whoa. Um, and I just got up and we packed it in the pack. We just kept going with one trekking pole. Yeah. And um, that sounds like a weight issue too, right? Not really. I felt like my pack weight. was, my pack felt great. It was just, oh, it was just I'm wet. Body weight. Like the, the weight of your body was too much for your trekking pole. Oh, well, yeah, you know, look at me, I'm huge. So pushing 380 or whatever. So, I mean, it was, yeah, just, it was just the perfect storm. I think it was just slippery and wet. I just, you know, couldn't hold my footing. Right. So, um, that was pole one. Yeah. Do you want to? Pole two, I'll, I'll tell the story. So Derek had, oh, had, okay. uh, stepped on a rock early in the trip and kind of like the rock kind of popped up and hit him in the shin. So he's like got a bruised shin. And then on the last day, Essentially, the same thing happened, but he thought he might have broken his leg. Mm -hmm. And so he started yelling out, not really in pain, more like in anger. He takes his other pole mm -hmm. and he slams it down onto a log and, and breaks like it into a, like, like a, a million pieces. Three. Maybe not a million. Maybe three. like two pieces. Yeah. Okay, fine. three pieces. In anger. And I was like, whoa, like, do we need to press the red button right now? So I actually hiked back up the hill at least 10 steps. And then I was like, are you okay? And he literally shoves me out of the way. He's like, I'm fine. Let's just keep going. And I was like, whoa, this is a serious. <laughs> Carl... Carl asked the one question. This is like my pet peeve too. When like you, you like clearly hurt yourself. And I was like, I was more annoyed that I hit the well, I same. I didn't know if I'm pressing the red button. Do we need to press the Garmin? You What's going on? No red button. So I, I like when you hit the same spot, exactly the same. And I'm like, this hurts so bad. It was more annoying that I hurt it again. So I, it's like that. I need to get this frustration out. I slam this pole down. It snaps. And then Carl comes over and he's like, are you okay? And like my pet, my pet, like peeve, my pet no. peeve is like when you're clearly not okay and somebody comes up and they're like, are you okay? You're like, uh, no, I'm not okay. So I'm just like, does it look like I'm okay? And I That's like stormed off. That's not Okay. Well, let me ask you a question about it. All right. I'm going to ask you some, for some advice. All right. So some advice. Okay. Uh, great. Some advice. Because on day two. <laughs> Here we go. So, okay. Prior to the trip, I was out on a, on a run on a, in a, on a remote trail and I twisted my ankle. Mm -hmm. On day two of the trip, I ended up twisting that same ankle and I actually went down. Boom. And I was like so mad. I was frustrated. I'm like, dang it, the same ankle. And I thought it was, I thought it was a bigger deal than it was. It actually Correct. was fine the rest of the trip. Right. But in that moment, I was like, I was pretty upset. I was pretty angry. Mm -hmm. And I'm like down on the ground, like in the bushes, literally. And I, is there any advantage to destroying a trekking pole in this situation? Should I have like grabbed somebody else's pole and just mm. slammed it down? Did you have the poles with you? No, I could have borrowed somebody's. <laughs> so, <laughs> so totally irrelevant. I think honestly, honestly, the th I think one of the main reasons I broke the second pole was because the first one was already broken. And I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to buy new poles anyway. These are like Costco. They're like five years old. They're like 30 bucks. I'm like, whatever. You processed all of that in that 
moment of rage. No, I processed this before the second poll. So I had already Before come to terms had, with you, like... You anticipated being angry so that you could... No, I down. anticipated kind of throwing the polls out anyway because I'm going to get new polls. And the, okay. the other poll had like a rope on it. It wasn't even the right... I was know. actually looking forward to to hopefully getting that poll from you. I needed a, a new poll to keep my trunk open. <laughs> I was really banking really <laughs> on, okay. on, on that poll. That's on me. <laughs> hey, that's on me. That's on Justin, me. Justin, were you aware that any of this happened, by the way, with the trekking polls? Did you, did you catch any of this? I, I, was, I was there for the first poll and then I heard like the exclamation for the second poll and I thought... Oh, someone must have been really hurt. I just kind of asked back, and and okay, everyone was like physically okay, just emotionally distraught. And he's like, "No right. blood, no foul. Let's go." Yeah. Right. <laughs> Once I going. knew that Derek was okay, that immediately became my favorite moment of the entire trip. Of you course. wouldn't have known if you hadn't asked him, though. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. I would, I would have been like, "Derek, you're fine. Keep going." That's probably the way he wanted me. That would have been, been the best. I wish we would have gotten your fall almost into the river of your death. On film because that was really enjoyable. Like, you just film me the whole hike down. I would have. I gotta be honest. Like, like one one percent of me was like, I kind of want to see him fall into the river just like a little mm. bit, you know. But yeah, you didn't. Okay. You didn't oblige. Now so. we're talking about Derek. What's your next one? <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> how many things do I have here? I think that was pretty. I mean, those are all I can think of right now. I think there was. Uh, I don't know. Just a, just a ridiculous. I, I get. Oh, I'm sure. Want. What do you got? Let's hear one of yours. Well, no, I want to. We're going around and around. It's Justin's turn. Okay, anymore. my bad. Uh, I, I think. Uh, I was kind of surprised that there's four four of you in a four person tent, and like seemed happy with it. Like, that was like I looked in there one time as you, you guys were sardines, just like shoulder to shoulder to shoulder. But then like you guys were like giggling and laughing, and seemed like you're having a great time in there. So well, for this, yeah, this is the yeah. first year where we had three guys that had the extra wide sleeping pads, so that's why I probably looked like sardines. So and one guy was like, I mean, I have that the Nemo tents are like extra wide. And one of the pads in there was like wider than that. So oh, I, I thought that was, it was the like a, Rocky had like a small raft in there. So it was yeah, like for sure. five inches, yeah. probably like three pounds. I this was a big, okay, this is actually an interesting talking point because I'm tired of carrying this four person tent around because you uh, can't, you really can't break it down yeah. to where you're equally carrying gear. So I ended up with the most, by choice, I ended up with the most group gear. And so I was telling Derek like, hey, we're going to take pictures of this. I'm just going to post this thing like an eBay when we get back. Um, but he like Derek laid out like a number of reasons why we should keep the tent. And then yeah. we did actually have a really good time hanging out in the tent. So I think I'm actually not. That's what I mean. I think it's all. like, it was like, first, actually that was the first time ever. All four of us were in the same tent. Cause usually it's like yeah. three of us. Rocky's not usually in there. Um, it was just, we were having a lot of fun making ridiculous jokes and stuff. And uh, you know, you realize like one of my pillows didn't work. Knowlton forgot a pillow. So there's all kinds of that ruckus going on. So, yeah, I mean, hey, Justin, you're invited to join the tent next. Like, time. You want to go fivesies <laughs> in the tent? Like, no, we'll kick somebody else out. I'm, I might just visit. I might like, I'll kick just Carl. Come, come hang out. out in the corner for a bit. I'm, I, I <laughs> like my my alone space and fair. Like okay. I probably would too. With the amount of gas that Carl let out in there, like I, I would. I saw how far away your tent was. So right. I'd be contributing to that. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's fair. I, I I do have one actually. I just thought of one. Um, I'm gonna okay. go. I'm gonna go backtrack a little bit. I was surprised. That even though you mentioned to everybody for the first time, like, hey, bring your own water filter. Mm. Uh, I think four people borrowed my water filter because they didn't bring a water filter. Right. And we'll work on that. And nobody, we'll, we'll did anybody that. borrow your water filter is my question. Mine was more of like a grab and go one. I'll sh- Mine was the same yeah, thing. There's a lot of people that were filtering for others and which, yeah. which was really nice. You kind of just were selfish and isolated yourself. Nobody offered to filter for me, so I ended up having to filter for myself. So there's two anybody... filters that just weren't working 
on that trip. They're just like yeah. Rockies. There was a, Rockies. Yeah. Water. So we learned that if you if you um, try to clean the defree with dish soap by by running dish soap through the filter, that that doesn't work. Or detergent, yeah. I believe. So, yeah, yeah, it's wow. terrible. That's a good one. So. Okay, I've got another one. So I've got so uh, at the end of day two, that was like our second rainy day. It starts to clear up a little bit, and we arrive at a lake called Pinto Lake, where there's multiple campgrounds around yeah. the lake. We come to the first campground, which is at the junction. We're going to end up going like left the next day. And we encounter uh, a creepy group of people. Like it's not very common oh, to encounter creepy a creepy group. group. And so, you know, we all say hi. And they had, I think they reluctantly greeted us and kind of started staring us down. And then uh, Jesse went ahead and he's like, I am going to be best friends with all of these people. So I'm going to approach them. I'm going to ask them questions. They don't really want to talk to me. I don't care. So he starts talking to them. I kind of, you know, the rest of of our group kind of stood back. And as I'm standing back, one of the guys isn't looking at Jesse. He's just looking at me. He's like mad dogging me. He's giving me the body language like, if you sleep anywhere near here, I am going to murder you in the middle of the night. And I had just never encountered a group like that before. What were you guys' reactions? Yeah, I think it was uh, it was unexpected. I, I've never encountered something like that in the Canadian Rockies before. But I, out of all the places, I, I could see that being one of them where a group like that would be hanging out. Yeah, I think just walking through the campsite, I was like, this is very... And I didn't hadn't heard or seen anything like that. I was just like, it was very tense. Everything was very tense. I'm like, this is a mm-hmm. weird vibe. Got through, and then it was actually kind of nice to have that third group guys show up and kind of like confirm like yeah they were a little intense yeah. so kind of, it was it was interesting and they set yeah, up in between us too so it was nice to have that buffer in case the other group did get a little murder or something. yeah like they'll get murdered first and like then a murder, murder buffer, buffer. A murder yeah buffer. Murder. we'd yeah. hear the screams we could bust out the saws and axes yeah and, yeah. yeah yeah right ourselves so, yeah <laughs> and the bear spray <laughs> Light a, right. I, I could light, light a match or something. Yeah. I got one that I don't think that, that I did not know was happening during the trip. Kind of a fun fact, something that happened. So, you know, we've got, you know, whatever, five. We had six guys coming from the United States with passports. And so I had made this announcement, like, make sure your passport's in some sort of a Ziploc bag and your pack. Mm. Uh, obviously got very wet. I don't know that everybody heard that announcement mm. in their defense, but... Rocky decided to actually just put his passport in his shorts pocket for the first two days, which were the only yeah. days, but really there was heavy rain. So he was actually carrying his passport around backpacking Seemed in like his the best shorts option. pocket. So yeah. do you guys know that? I don't know if you know that or not. He told me that. Yeah. He told me that. Okay. Did it turn out okay? Did it get all like wrinkled and I, he got, he got back. He got back. So what do we know? Maybe that's a good strategy for future reference. <laughs> I saw it. I don't know. It looked okay. Yeah. Um, you Carl almost forgot your passport. Um, at the car rental station, I believe. Is this that, relates to your first one. You're, you're, you're recycling. Is that correct? You're recycling. Yeah, but it's still, people want to hear about your forgetfulness. We arrived super late at night and we're ready to go. We still have like hour, a couple hours to drive to our campground. And again, I got somebody yapping at me. I have the mm-hmm. car keys, the rental car keys in my hand. In his hand. The person that gave them to me is trying to give me instructions about where to go get the rental car company. I still have somebody else yapping at me. I have no idea what this rental car person is saying, but they're still, actually they were yapping at the rental car person. They're continuing the conversation. We got people behind us in line. I already have the keys. I just want to get the car. So I start walking away from the counter, and the rental car person's like, don't forget <laughs> your passport. And Wow. And- so even though they were talking to each other, you got distracted 
When you get the keys from the rental car place, do you want to hang out there longer, Derek? Uh, I don't, but if two other people are talking about other things, why is that distracting you from grabbing what you need? That's like a free moment to be like, okay, they're busy. I'm going to grab my passport and the keys and just start walking. You know? I was trying to peel the other person away from the conversation because that person had to go with me. We're going to get you some you know, memory exercises we can do for next year's Derek, trip. Before, wait, where, Are you ever yeah. at the grocery store? Attention. You paid for your groceries. They're in your cart, and you're still talking to the lady with people behind you. Totally different example. Okay. <laughs> it, one does not include a document for international travel, or okay. you know, you'll be stranded there. So, All right. My last one was, was this thing right here. I'm holding up. A very oh, large yeah. gummy bear. Justin, do you know do you know what happened with this? I, I, I know the the a little bit of the background of the story. All, all I saw really was that get pulled out of a backpack and then someone hucked it to me and it was like this three pound bear. Gummy <laughs> gummy bear. Hefty. And he, it's, I, it's actually just about okay. a pound. I weighed it. It's about a pound, and there were two of them, so about two pounds worth two. of like gummy bearness going on here. That's what I'm showing the camera for those who are watching on YouTube. So, all right. So, so I had two. So I pulled two pounds, let's say, of gummy bears out of my backpack at mm. the end of day three. Mm. That's that's what that's you what saw. I saw I, yeah, to start. Okay, <laughs> to start. Derek, do you have any part of that story? Yeah, I saw the whole thing. Um, that was magical, and uh, I believe the gummy bears were videotaped um, elsewhere on top of the mountain. And uh, but it really bothered you. Like you would have. I, I want to just clarify. In addition to this gummy bear moment. It seemed like it emotionally peaked you for the day at the, at the moment because you had, you had a very emotional trip. I can't get into the full emotions of it, Justin, because not everybody's present. So I don't want to gossip about what I saw. I ha look, look, okay. I had to I had to pull Carl aside. I said, Carl, you got to get it together. Okay, you're a podcast leader. Anyway, unfiltered, Justin, unfiltered. You don't you don't have to be nice or anything. Did I have an emotional trip? Was my trip very emotional? I, th I think we all had an emotional trip. Some, some more than okay, others. Yeah, some yeah, more yeah. than others. Uh, <laughs> but, but when it got to the bear part, I think it was like the look that he gave me was like, <laughs> "Are you freaking kidding me right now?" Did I have? He comes over. He comes back in the tent. Right. He comes back in the tent. He's like, "Did I freaking carry these the whole day?" <laughs> did i carry this whole freaking day this is like three pounds okay i'm like i didn't do it dude. i didn't do it i wish i could take credit but i can't you know yeah it was great i've had years of people chucking things in my pack we even had a patreon trip where people are just loading me up with rocks in my pack so i think my tolerance for hey surprise there's two extra pounds in your pack is probably not very high but you you make yourself a target when you whine about it you know <laughs> you make a big deal. It. Why? Why is this guy complaining about extra pounds in his pack? Maybe, that maybe check there? your bag. That more. guy's a whiner. Oh <laughs> Everybody's guilty. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, that was good. All right. The last. Okay. I, I just. I guess I had more experiences than you. I got one more on my list, and I've got some video footage of it. But is there anything else from either I you just, guys before I? Share no, I think you're footage? good. I think just the more emotional the trip is, the more examples you'll probably have. Right. So. I, I was a little bit wary of those gummy bears because I saw like Rocky had a knife out trying to cut through the, Dude, cut the head off right? of the gummy bear and it wasn't going through like a knife was not cutting no, these gummy it was bears. Not. It so, was very thick. Like how, what's yeah. that going to do to your digestive system? Uh, That's just, yeah. <laughs> I think people were so hungry at that point. Nobody they cared. didn't care. They're like, this is calories. Give me some calories. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's so funny. That was bad. All right, here's the last one. This happened towards the beginning of day one. We ran into a group of female hikers that just, they were a lot mm -hmm. of fun to talk to. So we stopped and chatted and somebody turned on the camera and here's how it went down. All right, so how long are you guys out for? 
Um, we plan on being out for four days. Four days? Yeah, four. Okay. So this is day number one, obviously. Yeah. 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 Are you guys planning to be pretty far ahead of us? Like, is this like a bummer that we're catching up with you? Yeah, we are really upset with that. Yeah. Yeah. Came oh, wait, your call, right? For like the, what's it called? The uh, backpacking bushes? No way. What? <laughs> wait, like, actually, no, because I actually watched that at home. The, the like, my dad, watches it. my dad watches it, genuinely. Really? No, like, genuinely. Actually, we got another guy here. Whoa, what was it? This, huh? is, uh, this is Derek. Derek, Derek's my cousin right here. Do I get the, do I get the t-shirt out? Yeah. Uh, do I get the... I, I recognize you. I'm sorry, I don't recognize... He's, he's hard to forget. Yeah, sorry. All right, so, so Justin, you kind of rolled up on this scene. What did you see here? Yeah, so these girls, that, they're they're kind of hype, hyping you guys up and, and talking about how big of fans they were. And I I legitimately thought that they watched, like listened and watched your podcast and were fans. And, and I, like that, that, that girl was an amazing actress. Like she, she, she was phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. I was completely so sold, she- hook, line, and sinker. Even when she called us backpacking in bushes, you felt like that that was a legit encounter. I feel like it added authenticity, authenticity to it, especially when she said like her dad's kind of the original fan and she just kind of like heard it and right, yeah. She pulled the dad (laughs) card out. I mean, when it when it like yeah, that was a great prank. Yay, good for you. Uh, Like once once it was all done, she like pulled me aside. She's like, look. Here's my here's my SAG card. Like I'm actually I'm actually an actress. <laughs> right. So SAG and then she just, and just off, to clarify, so. so that was a prank. I don't think it's clear from the video. I think that you because it's it's. I think Justin caught on to it, but you can't really hear Justin in the background of that video. That wasn't me catching so, on to yeah. it. That was me legitimately being really surprised. Wait, uh, him, Justin, and I looked at each other and like, oh wow, is this this is like a. Oh, like, I was okay, so cool. surprised that I, and then, like, and then. I, I was, in, it was, it was incredulous to me. That I was just like, this can't be real, but I thought it was real. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, how could somebody yeah. besides me be recognized <laughs> in the trail? <laughs> I have 80,000 followers. <laughs> These idiots are like, <laughs> I would think the same thing. Derek handled it actually, you handled it really well. You kind of roll with it, but, um, but she basically said, yeah, I recognize you, but I don't recognize you. (laughs) And and Derek just rolled right with it. It was funny. It was funny. Yeah. So, so well done to Derek and thanks for playing along. It was good. Okay. That was a lot. I think we just kind of touched on the highlights. I'm sure we'll kind of pull some things out and uh, talk about how to take better care of your trekking poles in the future. Uh, <laughs> Scott, Justin, man, so appreciate you coming uh, on the trip. You were a lot of fun, and you're welcome back on any and all of our trips. Like you were just awesome, man. Seriously, good attitude the whole time. You were smiling the whole way, no matter how difficult it was. So super impressed with you. Thanks for inviting me. I'm I'm glad I was able to get on. And yeah, it was an awesome trip. Everyone on there was was great. You guys are great. Can't wait for the for the next one, the next podcast. Let's. I'll make it a, another year before uh, for this third time. You don't have to sugarcoat oh, it yeah. if you don't want to hike with Carl because he got emotional. Like you just, it's fine. Yeah, oh, you know, I, I got some, I got some invites coming up. Oh, right. so I guess this, this counts, right? So this is, so it's been less than a year. This counts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're I, done. I, I can give Good. a preview. I can give a preview. We've got, um, I've got the backpacking and blisters Jeopardy game show, and I was gonna, yeah, I'm not sure what's gonna happen, but I was gonna throw an invite out to you for that. Oh, so he'd be good. Great. He'd be good at that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's coming. That's coming, folks. I like All it. right. Um, all right, so we've got, let's see, we've got some trivia, a little trivia coming up. And let's see, I think I called it Canada, tri- Canada trivia coming up right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I've got two great resources for you to improve your performance on the trail. The first one is to go check out the Training for Trekking podcast by our good friend Rowan Smith. He knows what he's talking about. His easily consumable episodes will give you tips to strengthen your body and reduce injury while out in the backcountry. The next resource is Rowan's Facebook group, Training for Hiking and Trekking. I've joined the group and found a mix of information and inspiration while being part of a community. Both are great resources by Rowan Smith that'll help you go faster than Derek while out on the trail. All right, Canada trivia. All right, so here we go. Three questions coming at you about Canada. All right, we just did a trip in the province of Alberta. Can you name the province that was directly west of us? Um, why am I? Fr- Vancouver. Vancouver. All right, Vancouver is close. It is a city in the province of British Columbia. Oh, British Columbia. So you're close. Oh, I thought you said, what close was the province way. next to it? Yeah, there's province next to us. There's, is it right. British Columbia, then Vancouver? Nope, Vancouver's a city inside. Oh, a city inside, because I went to yeah. that city. That's right. Okay, right. British Columbia. That's right. I'd be like saying, what state is farthest west? And you'd say Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Still recovering from the trip. That's right. These next two are easy. I don't even know. Number two, we have a Canadian soda in the United States that is common on airline flights. What is the name of it? Soda? I don't even drink soda, dude. A common soda (laughs) that that is on... Oh, Canada Dry. Thank you. Canada Dry. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. I know there's a Canada or something. Okay. All right. One for two. And the last one is multiple choice. (sighs) Who is Canada's current prime minister? Oh, gosh. Okay. Multiple choice. Go ahead. All right. Is it... A, Edward Munton. No. B, Jennifer Columbia. Laughing at somebody's name. Nice. That's good. C, Ron Terrio. D, Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. D. (laughs) Not Ron Terrio. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. Jennifer. What was the other one? Jennifer, what? Columbia. And then there's Ed Munson, Edmonton. Yeah. Oh, okay. wow. <laughs> you're silly. You passed Canada Woo! trivia. All right, wow. way to go. Oof. Way to go. Okay. Okay, I got a couple tidbits. I got a couple tidbits. All right. You always do. Um, first of all, so Joy from Florida made a comment from one of our July episodes where we did some, I forget what we were talking about, but I, we, I think it was like gear mistakes people make. And I made the comment that if you want to dry out your water reservoir, you can use salad tongs. Remember that comment? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She said that that was a good idea. Okay. All right. Which doesn't sound like a big deal, okay. but I was thinking about it and you know, we're like 200, almost 250 episodes into this show. That might be the first time anybody's ever said that about any of my ideas. Right. Right. So it's taken that, that long. Yeah. Is that correct? You think so? I think, you think anybody else who, who's actually said either publicly or privately, that's a good idea, Carl. I think most of the time they're just thinking how bad it is, but right. I'm glad that she voiced her uh, you know, thoughts about it. Yeah, so thank you, Joy. I probably won't get another one for another 250 episodes, so I appreciate it. Take what you get. Uh, yeah. All right, we got other reactions about this backpacking trip. I had some folks actually record themselves, kind of reflections on about kind of 
yeah. takeaways, highlights on the trail. So we've got the recordings for the audio listeners and we've got the actual, we got the audio recordings for the audio listeners and the video recordings coming up after our closing. So that's kind of like just sounds of the trail. This is actually a yep. popular segment and I always kind of kick it to the end. So we've got uh, Jesse from Backcountry Forward, our buddy Knowlton, who we've made fun of endlessly this episode, uh, Rocky, of course, and Tupperware Mike. We've got those four coming up. That's all I got, my friend. That's all I got. Guys, pleasure. Always a pleasure chatting with you guys. We'll see you next time. Check us out at backpackingblisterspodcast.com. Uh, and uh, if you guys need more candy, if you need more sugar, you can always check Carl's backpack because he's got giant gummy bears. So I think a highlight for me for this trip, having done this trip before and like seeing these locations and being to these places before, backpacking with the Backpacking Blisters group and all the guys was just like a whole new experience. Everyone brings their own unique personality and character and, and flavor, if you, if you will, to the trip. Whether that's in the conversations you have and can have up and down the group as we walk or at camp, games that people are playing just even on the trail with like conversational games or or the snacks snacks were amazing and the fires um you know having having walked this before i would say this trip was like completely different and probably enriched with the community that i got to share it with so yeah i'd say that was a highlight for me totally different same trail totally different feel awesome yo bnb this is Rock. Um, it's day four of Banff Canada trip. We are coming out at about five. We left at five. We said we were going to leave at 5.30. We left at 5.30. Um, that's incredible. But um, praise God for that. So this trip was epic. Um, you know, you might call it the epic center. One thing that stood out was just the vastness of the scenery like how big the scapes and scopes of everything were um when we got to the top of the summit yesterday and i didn't catch the name of it so i apologize you could see probably five levels of mountain ranges either way i might be off on that but that's what it seemed like second thing this trip, we had some big personalities, man. Like, you get a lot of alphas together. Like, they want to run the show. But the alphas had to figure out how to work together to run the show. And I thought, because of their humility, they did. You know, like, with some differences in opinion here and there, they were able to really sort it out. Third thing was, you know, we covered a ton of elevation yesterday. And had a, you know, 13-mile day a couple days ago. And I didn't sleep much. When I slept, I was out. It was for like four, four and a half hours at a time. And I'm going, okay, Lord, what do you want to show me? Both times, I ended up, you know, I had to go to the bathroom. So I got outside, looked up. One night, it was a starless sky. You can still see the shadow of the mountains. And then last night... It wasn't like a spectacular star night, but it was solid. Seeing the vastness of God's creation on earth and in the heavens was definitely the third thing 
that stood out. And I'm really glad he woke me up to get that time with him. Love you, B&B. What's going on, B&B? It's my first year on the July trip, and I knew it was going to be tough. I trained for it, but Carl forced me to go. I'm just kidding. A couple things that stood out on this trip. I have uh, never been pushed this hard. I've never had to push myself this hard. Yesterday was monstrous climb. Two monstrous climbs. And then being rained on for two days straight was different. Hiking with this group is a lot different. We uh, stayed at, at Pinto Lake, which is comparable to Cathedral. I was kind of surprised there. Then Michelle Lake last night. It's a super blue lake. Really nice. And probably the last point is, I knew there are different classes of hikers, but through hikers are just different. And it's always been taught to me to when you come to a water cross to take off your shoes don't get your feet wet and I've literally had wet feet for three days and they're pretty torn up but it's just a little understanding a realization on my part that there are different classes of hikers on top of different fitness levels all right see ya hey this is Knowlton here I want to give a couple of highlights of this trip. What stood out to me on this Canada first time crossing international boundaries with the July trip. Trip, Awesome. Started out with a little rain, but I think that the mountain peak, that was awesome. I was looking over Michelle Lakes and uh, just scrambling up that giant scree field. And it was just a beautiful view getting to see the uh, glaciers and snow up here and thinking about all of the places where the water falls where it's trickling down and yeah this is just an incredible place second thing besides the mountain peak was that I got to be somebody that that pulled off a pretty a pretty good crank on Carl. I copied it, I was a copycat, but I think it went okay. Brought two gummy bears, wanted to bring a giant five pounder, but the two were sufficient, especially given that I wanted to make sure they fit in the bear box. So that was good. Carl's reaction definitely met expectations. He was not happy at the thought that he carried this stinking extra weight for no reason. But the weight of that resentment was turned to the joy of knowing that in order to have a fun prank pulled on him, I was willing to bear that burden. I hope you appreciate that, Carl. And I hope the gummy bears sustain us this last few miles out. I'm hoping my last highlight of the trip will be having a breakfast buffet and getting some coffee because I've never experienced this many people running out of food. I was actually planning on just mooching off of Rocky today and I still have one bar, maybe some almond butter, but 
yeah, so I think that's a highlight too. Maybe that's my third highlight. It's being so efficient, we ran out of food. But God, in his providence, knew I'd be bringing two giant gummy bears and we'd actually need to eat them to have enough energy to finish this hike. So that's a highlight. That's all for now. Hey, take off guys, you hosers. Hey, all right, we'll see you next time.